Hey guys, what's goody? Full disclaimer, this is not financial advice. I'm just a guy who loves finance and loves talking about it and wants to share these concepts and ideas with you through the podcast. So this means that it's at your own risk if you want to take a full-on investment in certain stocks or certain investments I talk about. Whether if you lose money or gain money, it's your responsibility. Now without further ado, let's get jiggy with it. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Money Press Podcast. My name is Gregor Massino, and today we're going to look into things I look in. I said look into twice. That's not good. But things that I do when it comes into investing stocks. How do I pick stocks? Right? The step process is going to be very simple. I'm going to dumb it down to, so everyone can understand. <clears throat> but before that, I have some new followers, either from Jiu-Jitsu or from my lifting videos. So... I'm just going to be a quick rundown, have some questions you guys might have. So I'm going to try to answer them the best of my ability. Am I a finance major or advisor? No, not at all. Not one bit. I'm a bio major at Caldwell University. Am I some financial guru? I live with my parents. Ain't no guru. I ain't find no secret hack or nothing. Everything I'm going to teach you guys, it's already out there. Just enlightening on the topic. Enlightening on the topic. How long have I been investing for? Three years. I bought my first stock on August 12, 2019. I was about to turn 19, so uh, roughly about three years. I'm 29. What type of investment strategy do I do? I do long-term dividend investing. There's many reasons why I do it, but it's, a, it's, it's safer for me, right? So I'll explain later. Have I made money in the stock market? Yes. Have I lost money? Yes, I have. But if you're wondering if I'm, uh, what's my net total? Like, am I completely positive or like negative or neutral? I am very much positive. I made 28% of what I put in the stock market. So I am beating inflation by 4.5. Is investing scary or hard? Well, that's up to you. You want to be a risky investor? Go ahead. You might be stressing a little bit. You want to be a lazy investor? There's, There's some perks to that. You want to be like a common investor, not too lazy, put a little bit more work in. Yeah, not la- not scary at all. You got to calculate your risk factors. What I put in the stock market, you might not be able to meet up or I can't meet up what you put in, right? Most of the people who are following this have, uh, have better income streams than I do. So you guys could probably be able to put in more in the stock market than I can, right? I'm not going to follow you because I know my risk. I know what I can put in and I know what I can lose too. That's another thing. People don't calculate what they can lose. That's the whole point of a risk factor. People say, okay, I have this much left over. Let me put this much in. Well, are you comfortable losing all that? You have to like separate your emotions. You have to know in your mind that, okay, if I invest this money, I'm okay losing it. That's another thing about investing. No investment is 100% safe. Just know that there's, there's, there's something that could just happen, right? But you could do your due diligence research and invest in safe stuff, right? That are hot, safe stuff that are higher. And why should you consider investing? Well, let me just bring a scenario. Let's say you have some money in the bank. What are you making off of that? 0.01% the bank is giving you? Inflation 6.2. 
who's winning? You can invest that money in the stock market and do some due diligence research and have a 7% return on your money per year. Or you don't have to invest in stock market. You can invest in, let's say real estate, right? Let's say you qualify for FHA loan, which is a federal housing administration loan. And all you need to do, all you need is a down payment of 3.5% of the cost. So let's say you want to get a three family, which is six, about 650, right? Let's say 650 and um, you only need 3.5%, which is about 22,007 something. So 22.7K. Would you rather save up to 22.7K and rent out three apartments? Average rent around my block is 2,000. So that's, would you rather gain 6,000 extra per month, which is about 72,000 per year, or just keep that money in the bank? You see, that's how you break the rat race. That's how you create generational wealth. That's how you're able to live the life you always wanted to live, right? You want to have more money so you can have more freedom doing whatever you want. Well, that's where investing comes in. You have to put in money to make money. So, yeah. So, like I said before, I do dividend investing. So, I um, if you were to you know copy my strategy, and this is not financial advice because I did tell my financial advisor, you could do this if you want. The best dividends to invest in are dividend kings and aristocrats. Now, what's a dividend king? A dividend king is a company that's been paying out the dividends for 50 years plus. And a dividend aristocrat has been paying their dividends for 25 years plus. Examples of dividend kings is Johnson & Johnson, 3M, Procter & Gamble, and Coca-Cola. Dividend aristocrats is IBM, Aflac, Walgreens, and Cardinal Health. Why look into these companies? Well, having a track record like that makes me as an investor more safe in putting my money within your company. If I know that for 50 years plus, you've been paying out dividends to investors, okay, shoot, I'd rather go with someone who's been paying for 50 years than someone who's been paying for five years. You know what I'm saying? Or I'd rather go with someone who's been doing 25 years plus than someone who's only been doing it for two years. And you use those dividends to reinvest in that company to create some compound interest, to compound your money. Another thing I look into is the dividend yield, right? So the dividend yield, um, the, the higher the yield, the more they pay, right? So you might think, okay, high yield is what I'm going for. No, don't do that. I'm gonna be honest. Don't, don't try to get money fast. If you want to be a short-term investor, then do swing trading or day trading, short-term options, something like that, or Forex. <laughs> Make some seven figures. But where this is this is not the strategy for overnight success this is something you want long term so a good yield to shoot for is two for me it's two to seven percent i go for two below two there's companies i'm not gonna lie that i invest in that's below two like apple and i think there was a company i invested in that was below i mean uh i invested in that was above seven i think it was at and but I, I sold that stock i had it long term but something happened i didn't like it so i said nah i'm not putting my money in there so those that yield range, it's a moderate growth, right? So they have enough to pay you and they pay you at a moderate rate and you can use that money to compound. You're putting more, it's giving you more security where you're putting your money, right? So with that being said, you're probably wondering, how do I find a dividend yield, right? Well, if you have Robinhood, you could just scroll down and they could tell you the dividend yield. If they don't have a dividend yield, they're not most likely not a dividend company. So there might be a growth stock, an offensive stock, something like that. 
Uh, there's some websites you can use. I use uh, dividend.com. You can also use NASDAQ, NASDAQ.com as well for some more research. <clears throat> they tell you how long they've been, well, I, I don't know, I'm sure about NASDAQ, most likely they do. Uh, they tell you how long they've been paying their dividends and they tell you like the payout ratio, the PE ratio, stuff like that. A payout ratio you want to go for is below uh, below 60 to 70%. Um, why? Because the payout ratio is their profits, right? So if a company is paying, if, if their payout ratio is 100%, that means they're paying their dividend investors 100% of their profits. How are they investing back in the company? It's not happening. So 60% is a good, below 60 is a great range to go into. I mean, if you believe in the company that much and you're a long-term investor, you could do a little higher 65, but I wouldn't do more than 70. That's just my personal opinion. And like I said, you calculate your risk. So you know, do what you want. If you want to do higher than 70, you want to do it below 80. So you want to do 75 and stuff, go ahead. I also, um, not gonna lie, I also get some information from YouTube as well. Um, there's some YouTubers that I follow that um, have been giving me uh, reliable information. So like Andre Jig, Graham Stephan, those people, I like their videos. So I tune in and I learn a couple things from them. Oh, bonus tips, right? So invest in companies that you use on a day-to-day -day basis or companies that you like. So if you go to Starbucks pretty frequently, invest in Starbucks. You like Chipotle, invest in Chipotle. You're a drop shipper and you like Shopify or you have a business and it's hosted by Shopify, well, that's not a dividend company, but invest in Shopify. You're a contractor, invest in Lowe's, Caterpillar, Home Depot, you know, those are stuff you can invest in. Another thing, uh, create a strategy. So, a well-known strategy that I use is dollar cost averaging. What is that? Well, let's say I invested, I invest like $25 a week in the stock market. I just continuously buy the dip, buy when it's green, so when it's profiting, when it's losing money, if I have that much faith in the company and I'm a long-term investor, so that's five plus years in my opinion, well, I'm gonna keep, that's not the textbook definition. Five plus years is not the textbook definition. You can do a year and a day according to the IRS, but for me, five years plus, I have that much faith, $25 a week, I'm investing in the stock market. That's not my real thing. This is just uh, an example. And I continuously do that. So it's green when it's red keep buying right for you you could probably put more $100 a week or you could do monthly $100 a month $200 a month you could do stuff like that and your portfolio will build and build and you're getting dividends either monthly or quarterly and you can get uh, you can use that dividend to compound onto the money you do so or you could try lump sum investing right which is a let's say you have 10k in the bank right now you just take the 10k and throw it in the stock market and invest in all the stocks you do and you don't want to invest until the next year or you just want to leave it like that you can do it like that if you want diversify your portfolio so don't stick into one sector or well you can if you want but don't stick into all your money in one company right don't put all your money in tesla all your money in apple like don't do that i'm just gonna be honest and honestly don't even do that for one sector because there's times where one sector does terrible Right? Let's say the traveling sector. I don't know the official name, but let's say the traveling sector. Corona, you guys tank. I was in the traveling sector, but I only had like one, two stocks in there. My portfolio is so diversified, I have multiple companies within sectors and multiple sectors. So you guys can you guys should do that so you can distribute your money more 
So when one sector, one company does bad, you don't lose all your money. You know, you have other companies and sectors who are pulling up the weight. And another thing, guys, don't don't try to be a millionaire overnight with this. This is like I said, you have to let this grow. It's long-term investing. If you want money overnight, you can do day trading, short-term options, forex. I'm not trying to sell you guys a gimmick. This is this this can benefit you guys, for real. But I'm not promising you guys you're gonna be a millionaire. That's not what I'm gonna say. No, you guys can make money though for sure. Just do your research. You know, be mindful what you invest in. I've lost money, like I said. That's full transparency. No investment is 100% safe. So yes, I have lost money, but with the principles I've implemented, I've made more than I lost, and that's what you need to go for. When's the best time to invest? Now, if you can, go ahead and invest five dollars right if you want to do crypto invest five dollars a week three dollars a week something like that start investing it'll be great for you and, and, and another thing uh, i want to shed some light on if you see a stock that's on the news that skyrocket don't try to hop on that trend it, it, it most likely is done up you, you burning your money don't even try just don't right i'll give you an example um elon musk tweeted doge right and doge price went up and there were speculations no he was gonna appear on snl and there was people since it's mainstream already people thought oh it's a perfect time to invest wrong there was a guy who tweeted saying that oh i hate elon this and that because he he said to put our money in doge and um is it dodge or doge i feel like i'm saying it wrong um he said, put our money in Dodge. And I did. I put all my money. So my parents left me when they died. And I lost it all. Don't blame Elon. Blame yourself. Don't invest like that. That's a crappy way to invest, right? There's, I've seen so much investing content that sometimes I see, if I, if I have the, if I can find a video, I'll put it up where people are like, oh, three cryptos or three stocks you can invest today that can make you a million in 2022 stop it don't do that don't fall into that rat hole that's not what investing is about don't try to get rich quick i'm telling you ain't gonna work no disrespect i really don't mean no disrespect when forex was a thing i knew it was a pyramid scheme i knew it i, I seen videos if i can I, once again if i find them i'll post it right to the side of me where people are saying that it's a pyramid scheme you not about to make money like that overnight it's not sustainable it doesn't make sense. You're not gonna make that much money overnight. Trading is not easy. I I feel trade. You can't make my hold up. You can't make money in trading though. There's been successful people trading. Good, but I'm just be honest. My my investing is way easier than trading. That's it. I'm be dead honest. No disrespect. <laughs> my investing is way easier than forex. Way easier on my mental and. It's not fast money, and you shouldn't shoot for fast money. Just shoot to make moderate time. You know, Rick Ross said one time, I don't like moving fast, but I want to move correct. Yeah, try to move correct when you're investing, whether it's in the stock market or yourself. Don't try to be making micro microwave profit. Nah, let that thing marinate like grandma does when she like cooks her food the day before. You know, take your time with this. Yeah, and that's all, guys. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Google Marcino. And um, next invest um, video will probably be on how to invest and, um, and uh, investing strategy for lazy people.
will be like a quick short uh, podcast. But thank you. Have a great day and happy new year.